morning, and welcome to the VSA Capital uh, 5 Minute Morning Miner on Wednesday, the 23rd of August. Uh, middle of the week, the sun's shining. Uh, how are we doing, Paul? Pretty well, thank you. Yes, nice uh, sunshine out there right now. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, there are a few bits and pieces and bits of news, some of them from corporate clients, etc. today, so let's whiz through. Uh, let's start off, actually, it's not really a, a miner, but it's in the mining space, so to speak. Alchemy Capital, um, heavily involved in lithium processing. Obviously, Tees Valley, they're trying to build a lithium hydroxide plant. We've got, had news out, out of from Australia, haven't we, Paul? Yes, that's right. Uh, they have completed the feasibility study ahead of the schedule here for their uh, Bundari uh, uh, project to be located at Port Hedland. Uh, this is a... Uh, facility to uh, produce uh, a standalone merchant lithium sulfate uh, there uh, at Port Hedland. Uh, and uh, it's been uh, anxiously anticipated by off-takers. Uh, uh, therefore, they had a push on it in order to get the feasibility done on it. Um, and this, that's uh, one part of the story around alchemy. And the second uh, part is the Tees Valley Refinery here in the UK. For this particular project, uh, it has an initial capital cost for the first train estimate of $322 million and an internal rate of return of about 18%. NPV to 4.4 trains, uh, which is the ultimate size they want to have there to do a supply properly, uh, would uh, the uh, marketplace would be about US a billion dollars. So this uh, first train would be just the initial uh, first phase uh, for that particular facility uh, to produce enough less lithium sulfate around the world to supply a number of different parties, uh, including TVL's uh, refinery in the UK. So looking very positive there at that point, you can expect this particular refinery then to operate for decades. So it's the kind of scope and scale that uh, large institutions should want to put money into. And because it's in Australia, it should be eligible for USIRA support funding. Yeah, look, I think some of the keys here, these are obviously big, big long-term projects. And the capital that goes in is almost certainly to go in at, uh, at, at project level rather than at top co-level. Otherwise, the dilution would be crazy. Uh, and so as a equity shell of Alchemy Capital, you're, you're almost going in for a free ride, I suspect. But anyway, more on that on the future, I'm sure. Uh, now, also, uh, Premier African Minerals having a little bit of a jump this morning. Um, some news out of there, Paul. Yes, that's right. Uh, they had some news out uh, here uh, on the Zulu Lithium project of theirs in Zimbabwe. This uh, is uh, the first release after shareholders uh, last week approved uh, the um, or gave their consent to uh, uh, provide additional funding for uh, the um, uh, optimization of the milling facility there on the Zulu project. It is a project uh, which uh, indicates that uh, probably the iron content of the concentrates is higher than what the Chinese offtaker wants to have. So they are now doing uh, additional metallurgical testing work to see if they should add a magnetic separation um, uh, circuit into the plant uh, b besides uh, what had earlier been planned as just a single stage flotation uh, rougher uh, for the rougher concentrate. 
And then they have the RHA mill, of which is being relocated. That was their former tungsten project in Zimbabwe. They're moving that mill over to the Zulu project in order to be able to, to uh, expand the throughput uh, rate that they can uh, get going for the um, mill at Zulu. So uh, these are good positive updates in that regard, and we just have to see how well they can uh, deliver to these uh, plants. Classic sort of uh, South African bootstrapping, move a plant from your tungsten project to your lithium project. I love it. Uh, whilst on lithium, maybe we're just making a small comment on lake resources, which uh, Lake obviously over the last year or so has been demonstrating that DLE, direct lithium extraction, is not quite as easy as some people think it is. Yes, that's right. And Lake has had two press releases in the past two days. So one of those press releases out today that they have deepened hole 40 on the Kachi project by an additional 200 meters and have found extensive additional brine bearing uh, sediments uh, grading uh, something a bit below 300 ppm lithium, which is pretty standard for Kachi. So what it means is that there's really extensive additional volumes yet to, to um, demonstrate uh, project life uh, there at Kachi. And the second statement out was that uh, they do have the DFS on schedule, the revised DFS on schedule for completion in December, and that the particular change in DFS is to change the um, size of the projects and quite considerably bigger. All right, anything else you want to wrap up with, Paul? Oh, I thought I would also mention, too, Perseus Mining has extended the size of the Yow, their Yalray Gold project in Cote d'Ivoire. Uh, you might recognize that uh, project name, Yalray, as that used to be uh, in uh, AIM quoted uh, Amara Mining before Perseus took them over a couple of years ago. But the... Uh, the ore reserves, uh, both uh, indicated, inferred, open pit, and underground, have been increased with additional dr drilling. So uh, it had been questioned in the in the press and among shareholders whether or not Perseus might want to vend the Yowery out uh, here in due course. Uh, but uh, this will certainly make the, if, even if they choose to do that, and the statement doesn't say one way or the other, uh, it uh, does make it more appealing here with uh, increases of about half a million ounces in both open pit and op uh, underground uh, resources uh, individually. So looking uh, pretty good at this point. All right. Very good. Uh, we call it a day. That's your form. Very good. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Mm -hmm.